Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You found Atomic Android Radio. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we talk the ins and outs and all our favorite fictional universes. I'm Andrew. I'm Adam. And today we're talking about the Fantastic Four. I'm gonna be honest here. Um, we've so um, we we procrastinated on recording this episode as we tend to do, uh, but we're usually procrastinators. we. Yeah, uh, that's that's our gig. Uh, but usually, that is um, our gig. <laughs> <laughs> but usually, we have a weekend to keep pushing it off to. Uh, but uh, Adam's going to be busy this weekend, so uh, we don't have that, and we still procrastinated till the last. We week. did, we did. So uh, we've kind of shot ourselves in both our feet, and uh, we've sat here for the past two and a half hours oh, no. now. Trying to think of a topic until we're just like, I don't know. We had some stuff to talk about, about Fantastic Four. And maybe we do. So we'll find out this time. <laughs> so we're doing Fantastic Four because uh, by popular demand by, is here. Yeah, but we're really um, trying to hit the algorithm on this one with everybody talking <laughs> hey, about the Fantastic hey, speaking Four. Speaking about by popular demand guys if you guys do have ideas for episodes please, please email them them in. for the it love of be, god it would be so easy for us to be like oh some people want to hear about this it, it doesn't do have to be episode. as specific as we usually do if you got an idea for a um like we've done the groundhog day or yeah the, it's just like a trope or uh Maybe a subgenre of some a sort. Hypothetical, even like yeah. A hypothetical if you question. yeah, if you want us uh, like you're like hey, uh, what would you guys do if you were in the Fantastic Four? Oh, <laughs> hey, what, <laughs> hey, Adam, what would you do if you were replacing one of the Fantastic Four? Uh, okay, do I get to pick who I'm replacing? Uh, do I get their power? Or do I hold have on? No, powers? no. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna roll a D four um <laughs> like a and a dungeon and dragon yeah we're and, a dungeon and dragon boys. and it's gonna be uh in order mr fantastic invisible woman the thing and human torch 
you like you replace the human torch. Oh, damn it. <laughs> He's the most replaced one, I feel like, he when is, it comes to. But I feel like I personally would better fill out either the thing or Mr. Fantastic. I don't fill a lot of the same personality roles yeah, of the human but, torch. Okay, you, you've taken the job of the human torch. Do I you don't have, have his power. Torch? No, uh, you don't. Have I'm just a powers. guy. But you do exist in the Marvel Universe. Okay. So you set that to your advantage. Okay. Uh, what, what, how would you how, how would you uh, fit into the Fantastic Four? Uh, I'm gonna be honest, probably not well. I'm stepping into uh, a lot of pre-built relationships. Um, you know, Human Torch and Sue are, are brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Thing are friends, even though they do bicker quite a bit. Yeah. I'm just a new guy trying to You're fill in his guy. fiery well, you, shoes. But Spider-Man's done that before. Yeah, Spider-Man's but Spider-Man's uh, he's had a pre-existing in a, yeah, a pre-existing relationship. I guess what him. happened here was they they put out something on like Craigslist, and you're the one who came and Yeah, I, I showed up and was like, "Hey guys, I, I I could be a lot of use here. Um, I have no powers, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I am in the Marvel universe. Um, Mister Fantastic, I know you can do this." Will you build me a suit that looks almost exactly like the yeah, thing? Yeah, I was going to say, hold on, let me see, just in case. This lady thing, I believe, has a suit that looks exactly like the thing that she wears and gets essentially Who am I? Powers. Two, I've replaced Invisible Woman. What I'm going to do when I show up, I come up, I'm like, hey guys, I understand this. I'm like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't have any powers and that might be a detriment. But you know what I am? A willing guinea pig for you, Mr. Fantastic. You give me superpowers. Blast me with cosmic. Blast me with radiation. Anything you want to blast me with. Any like if you feel like it might die. That's fine. Well, bullets probably. Are they like gamma bullets? No, just bullets. Um you Yeah, so you're gonna have Mr. Fantastic build you a suit like Iron Man likes. Like Iron Man likes suit okay yeah see that i feel like that'd be pretty easy to convince him to do because like hey mr fantastic now iron man he's got this whole suit building thing and he thinks he's top shit to do this kind of thing he told me he doesn't think you could build a better suit (laughs) you you think you could prove you think you You could i want to say mr fantastic is not that egotistical but He's, counterpoint to that his he did name himself mr fantastic yeah he named himself mr fantastic like right after the thing was like i'm a monster i'm a beast i'm the thing he's like yeah and i'm pretty fantastic yeah it's an amazing scene where uh he's like oh i am what so called me. me i'm the thing and he's like, and I'm Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> the fucking beat a real dick bag. That's, that's one thing about Mr. Fantastic is he's just kind of the worst. Oh, yeah. Him, he's kind of just a piece of shit. Him and Professor X have this weird thing where they're supposed to be portrayed treated as like paragons heroes. of good when they're kind of just the worst kind of just the biggest assholes around um i think a really good representation of that is on the venture brothers 
with uh, <laughs> Doctor Impossible. Impossible. I love, I love the fucking clip. I every once in a while, I'll, like re-recommend it in my feed. And I think I always send it to you when it pops up. Yeah. But it's fucking um his wife right there, who's they're so they're impossible. Yeah, if you don't know about the Invincible uh, Venture Bros, they're parodies of the Fantastic Four, and Mister Fantastic was basically copy pasted put on there, barely changed. Uh, the theme was uh he's like a guy who's just one big um callus callus instead of being made um, of stone he's all callus yeah he's all callus and gross visible woman her only her skin turns invisible huh. and you just see all her insides and, and then um, um the johnny the human torch is he's on skin, fire always and he feels the pain. his skin catches on fire when exposed to oxygen uh, and he always feels the pain, but never burns up. Yeah. Uh, I just noticed when we were listing them off, they're all skin-based powers. Yeah. Well, I guess um, Doctor Impossible also stretches his insides. Yeah. His, yeah. He, but he's the only one who literally they taken the character and the powers and just put it in there because he's already ridiculous enough where you don't need a parody of yeah it's kind of his own parody i don't quite understand the the what stanley and them were thinking when they were like oh we need a leader for our team he's smart he's a scientist he's great what if he just got real long <laughs> Look, real long is a pretty good power. It's just I, a strange It's move. always gross. I, I could see real long. It really fit. Well, maybe he built. Yeah, it's, it, it's so well done that he built the long scientist aesthetic to himself. Of stretching around in a laboratory, doing all these little uh, like experiments at the same time. Now, yeah, uh, I think it fits pretty well for him. There are a couple of theories not theories i guess but themes that get brought up when it comes to the fantastic four it's often said and it's even explicitly said as um in marvel Marvel's 1602 family well that too but i mean in their powers that they're based off the four classical elements the thing mm -hmm. is earth johnny's fire sue is air yeah and it, mr fantastic yeah is water. the latter two are a bit of a stretch They're, well yeah funny oh <laughs> you you i wish you dear listener could see the <laughs> shitty <laughs> grin on his face uh truly it was something to behold uh, <laughs> but yeah uh the i guess the idea being that she is transparent like the air yeah is, and he is fluid like water is yeah but they but the first ones are those things right. they he are is rock made and fire, of rock and he does become they, fire. the latter ones just kind of represent the right same which thing. is like it'd be one thing if he was just tough as mm -hmm. the thing then it would be okay he represents earth without being earth mm -hmm. but he he does he just is made of rock. Yeah, he, he he's just he's just rock. <laughs> now, a similar idea was made for the uh, Incredibles uh, with Elastigirl. Uh, the idea being that the their powers are based on the roles they fill within a nuclear family. The father mm -hmm. is strong, you know. Uh, she's literally a shrinking, you know, not a shrinking violet, but like a disappearing, a teenager who's shy, so she yeah. vanishes. He's a kid. He's got tons of energy. Jack-Jack has limitless possibilities, and her 
the last year, Liz, moms are trying to do a lot of things at once and they have mm-hmm. to be a lot of places at once. So she stretches. Yeah, no. And that movie does that. It portrays that without telling you that. Right. It shows and not tells in a great way. That movie fucking rules. It, it's, best, so it's literally it's, the best fantastic oh, horror yeah. movie. That's so, that's what I haven't. <laughs> I'm so surprised. Um, relatively recently, when they were announcing uh, all of the Marvel stuff that was going to be coming out, they they announced that uh, Fantastic Four film was going to be in production. Uh, I do believe Which directed I'm, by. I'm really excited for that. Was movie. it Watts or was it Peyton Reed? I want to say it was Peyton Reed. I think it. I think it is one of the ones that since it's been talked about, it switched a couple yeah. of times of who's heading it i i recall um, being like because hey uh uh disclaimer i don't like the ant-man and the wasp film and i'm not a huge fan of the mcu spider-man films uh and both of those guys uh watts and and reed are the directors of those uh and i'm not necessarily excited about them taking over yeah, the fantastic well, that's, four that's fair um that's that's my main thing about the new movie coming out is um i'm i'm real excited to see fantastic four yeah, come I'm, back. I'm very, i love the fantastic um, four. yeah i i love the fantastic four um them in like it, with what the mcu is where it's not afraid to be like bright and colorful and popping sometimes. everything well yeah sometimes it gets a little darker and everything well and a lot like of the time it's it's gray like there's yeah. a big thing in that the mcu has pretty terrible color grading where most yeah. films are gray but yeah i mean like when you got like, like james Ant- gunn is colorful yeah ant-man and uh thor ragnarok and um uh the, the guardians, the guardians of the galaxy and even the, like well mostly the spider-man the first spider-man all his uh later suits get kind of dull but uh but yeah but that's just like visual wise and everything and but i'm saying it i'm excited to see the fantastic four come out and it's not fan four stick right words let's make uh, these characters as let's try to dark realistic and dark yeah making the fantastic four into the dark knight which is not what the fantastic four are um but I'm very surprised that Brad Bird wasn't approached to direct it. He's already put out what is essentially the best Fantastic Four film available. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's fair. He could, they could have easily done that, and it probably would have come out very good. But yeah, what I was saying was, um, that's my main thing is uh, a lot of things in Marvel, like in Marvel Universe. Uh, the Fantastic Four feel like a part, uh, like a piece of the puzzle of the Marvel Universe, but they feel like a unique piece of the puzzle. Yeah, they don't necessarily and, fit into a lot of the same corners that other places do. Yeah, and uh, I I really don't want Fantastic Four. I want, well, I guess it, Guardians came out. And when Guardians first came out and like everybody was like, oh, this is new, this is different, this is like a unique thing with guardians one and then like things sort of were like oh let's become more like guardians and make things more samey i i really prefer would enjoy if this came out and it's like oh here's a new twist on the marvel formula yeah i, I mean i think it i i just hope it's for not me, the at least same it has to be. if it's same if it's somehow the exact same i just don't think i'll watch it like you know what i mean i'm I'm, yeah. I'm quite tired of the Marvel formula for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I have nothing against Watts and Reed as directors. I think they could do a good job. Mm-hmm. But their other work in the MCU has made me less sure that that's the case. Yeah, no, that's fair. And I, at least for Ant-Man 1 and Spider-Man 1, I really enjoy. So if either of those, maybe I could get uh, a good Fantastic Four one that I enjoy a good bit. (laughs) But Fantastic Four 2, dog shit. Yeah, well, both Ant-Man 2 and Spider-Man Far From Home uh ant-man and the wasp i should call it because i don't want to seem sexist i just forgot this title um they have elements i really like in them uh but they also have elements that fucking grind my teeth yeah like the biggest glaring thing in each of them are the whole like weird possession things of the janet van dyne shit and uh ant-man and the wasp and in far from home it's the whole mcguffin of the film being a drone satellite gifted to him by tony stark yeah and look these are not our ant-man this is not our ant-man and the wasp slash spider-man mcu yeah we'll we'll probably get to new spider-man movies coming out pretty soon uh uh, we'll talk about that i i reaction am pretty excited for it. I am um, the opposite. Yeah, no, like I understand that uh, given everything you just said recently and said before, it makes sense. But fuck me if I am not. So uh, if once Willem Dafoe and Doc Ock uh, show up on screen, I, I'm going to just be overjoyed. I, like seeing them in this trailer got me just so happy. Uh, but yeah, I could already tell some of the writing. I'm like, really? Like, especially the let Scooby do this crap. Oh, really? My God. Uh, it, like, it, it, like, physically made me angry. <laughs> and then the, and then there was like the baffling, like the one that I was just baffling. It wasn't even like, oh, that's a bad line. It was just like, I don't understand it was when they laughed at Doc Ock's name. Yeah. Like you're hanging out with a guy named Stephen Strange and Otto Octavius is a ridiculous name. Otto to Octavius you. isn't even that crazy. That's what it's just a literal name is Peter Octopus Parker. James. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wish it was, but I mean, I guess Otto is a bit of a like a unique name, it's but German. it's not like it's yeah, it's not like it's like crazy and octavius is just like a relatively normal name yeah fucking they're making fun of that them and they got like ned leads the fucking whitest most american fucking suburban dad name they could get right there it did literally has the same name as like a, a an area in england <laughs> A, uh, but yeah, that's Spider Man. We'll probably be talking about Spider Man a good bit coming up. Yeah, uh, but Fantastic some Four. Spidey in your future. Who's your favorite member of the Fantastic Four? It's got to be the thing. Hands I down. love. The <laughs> thing. I love the thing. I there there is no character in Marvel that makes me. He's so charming. It's it, it, he's just so genuine about everything yeah, he does. I love the and, thing. Like. People like to talk about Captain America's heart of gold and everything, but a lot of Captain America feels like 
he's like i'm living up to people's expectations of me uh where and it, like so he's like i am a good guy but people have to see i'm a good guy so that's kind of making me more be a good guy with the thing just like i'm a great guy <laughs> like, yeah it's just like that's a great guy just hands down he's also one of the very few rep- like explicitly jewish superheroes which is super rad <laughs> yeah uh, that's pretty good um look he's maybe got the best personality on the team uh of reed richards is just an asshole <laughs> i mean i he's got moments where he's caring yeah I know, look i know uh, there's gonna be some reed richards stands out yeah, there there's that some reed richards like, heads that are, they're that gonna are be there. like all writers yeah. treat him that way uh i think it's jonathan hickman wrote him uh wrote the fantastic four just before secret wars 2015 mm-hmm. and then during secret wars 2015 and then directly afterwards he's really good in that like all yeah, the fantastic no. four are great well, he, i i think a lot of his best moment well and sometimes his worst moments come out from the fact that he's a dad yeah and a lot of the times and i really like him being a dad even though if i'm not I don't a huge like fan concept, of franklin richards yeah I, franklin richards sometimes i like him as a character uh where he's like this kid and he sees all these big superheroes and he's like oh uh, all of these like he sees them as his heroes and like he's like oh i want to live up to them uh, but I just him don't see having why he just cosmic like like yeah, yeah it just it just makes his character so eh to me um and then but like he, then there's like uh what is it valerie or valeria or whatever richards his sister their mm-hmm. other child who is i guess just nebulously smart like that's her yeah they, which is weird. marvel doesn't need more and, of those guys you know but yeah no yeah marvel doesn't need more super geniuses but uh what i was saying was there's a lot of his worst moments show with him being absent and everything but a lot of his best moments show that he's a father which i don't think it translates as well to sue storm who kind of becomes just a mother yeah um... like well for one when for a lot of her history she was just the girl yeah she had like no personality no real character (laughs) development and it 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 wasn't great yeah i mean for the longest time she was just invisible yeah didn't even have her force fields um and yeah which that's one thing i guess i'll touch on um it it bothers me heaps that it's invisibility and force fields those feel like two separate they are separate powers where everybody else gets one Uh, yeah now there are we've we've talked about it and this is my head canon of it or her it, it shields Whatever they're holding in should turn whatever's inside invisible. Right. And, and so what she does to turn invisible is just make a skin level shield all around her. And then that would also give her the added benefit of being tough when she's invisible. Right. But uh, for one, you see that that's not the case that it, whenever she's shielding something, it doesn't go invisible or she doesn't choose to turn that on. And when a lot of times when she is invisible, someone will slap her and she becomes uninvisible. Right. Uh, her, but I the think the level of durability of her shields varies wildly. Yeah. No, that's, even the same comment. To be, to be fair, 
that's just a problem with force fields as a power and things like um one example i could think of is gwen tennyson and ben 10 yeah uh like sometimes like she'll take like an onslaught of damage by putting up a shield sometimes some bargain bin like laser robot will hit her and the shield shatters like glass that's just because if you have yeah it's a side effect of a wharf effect to show that somebody's strong they Mm -hmm. break the shield and also if somebody just has an absolute defense it kind of yeah nullifies any and all exactly now, uh, to be fair, I guess with, say, Gwen Tennyson or perhaps the Invisible Woman, these are will-dependent force fields. The strength of their will is the strength of the shield. Yeah, like how green, like a Green Lantern sort of thing right. would work. Yeah, I could so see that. So not every shield made has the exact same durability when it's constructed. That would be a good explanation for the moments where, like, it's like the dire moments, and that's when she's taking right. an onslaught. And a lot of those times she's protecting someone with that. Right. So, yeah, I, I guess I could see that. I don't think you, that is the I case. I don't think that is the case, but, but that if were I to have to explain it, yeah, that's what I would do. I would, I would go with that route, too. Uh, because there you, you do see a separate case there's the milestone character i guess most famously shown in young justice season two rocket mm-hmm. who i quite like who has a similar power she creates force fields that absorb kinetic energy to make themselves stronger mm-hmm. uh her force fields are quite specific and like they're very strong it's hard to break them but she can only have one up at a time mm-hmm. um and they don't just break like whenever yeah, especially because those ones are specifically kinetic energy, right. like, and that gives you that's not just an ultimate defense. Where if you start using like lasers against it, right, and she's not going to hold up as well. That's the thing with uh, invisible woman shields. You'd think lasers would still work because light still gets through because they're not invisible on the other ends. Yeah, well, I mean. If, when you talk about real lasers, yeah, I agree. But comic lasers are mostly just plasma. They're blasts. mostly energy. Yeah, yeah energy, energy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, that, I guess that would be. Well, I mean, when you start bringing, I was going to say shoot a laser pointer, blind her in the eyes. But if her things, when she is invisible, she should be blind because light isn't hitting her hitting her eyes. And yeah. Unless you just saw two little black dots that were that would pupils be running good. around, because uh, that's all and then you, you really get yeah, and see. then you get someone who's like pretty good at perception and like haha, and then they blind her with a laser <laughs> by getting them right in the pupils. Yeah, or uh, just like floodlights, I guess. Yeah, they just turn off the lights for a bit and then flip them on. <laughs> um yeah their powers for the most part are are strange powers hers we Mm -hmm. discussed but like even is mr fantastic all one polymer base like is his are his insides basically just rubber he doesn't have organs anymore Um, or like does he if he stretches his heart 50 feet away does it take blood vessels to transfer blood 50 feet away yeah i'm i'm pretty sure he still has organs and everything because I think uh, suffocating him is one way to uh, like deal with him, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I don't know the specifics. Like, of does it. he still have blood? Because you think uh, every time he stretched, he would die. As yeah, no, parts of his body pooled with blood and parts. Look, didn't. you, you, 
you can't get with most comic characters you can't start looking into the nitty-gritty of them or else they start making no sense at all because a lot of them were made up in like the 60s when like yeah what's science rays and radiation beams beams now um i have a uh, a bit of headcanon for that uh where because reed richards is in the comics and all around just scientists Mm-hmm. Which in, in comic book terms means he's kind of just good at everything that could be considered science. Mm-hmm. He can build robots, he can make chemicals, he can do it all. A true renaissance man. But I've often thought that one of his biggest things is as a material scientist because he created the unstable molecules. Yeah. And I think the argument could be made that each of the Fantastic Four's powers are material science-based. You know, he is a polymer the thing is a crystalline or a rock, silicon. Uh, fire is probably the one that doesn't work with that the most, but you can have like combustible chemicals. Yeah. And then um, she, uh, the invisible woman is some sort of metamaterial that, because they have metamaterials that they're working on that can turn <laughs> things invisible. Uh, yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, he, yeah, we, the whole unstable particle thing is just it's not like that was his thing or anything it is just one of he's like oh i'm a fucking genius and everything i just shit right. this out now it does but yeah if it was his thing nowadays it, it but yeah if it if it was treated more like that like that's one thing i wish marvel did more because they have so many super geniuses was to be differentiate them them, yeah yeah, like bruce banner specifically radiation based and right uh reed riches is material based and shit like that stark is engineering cheery is could be uh vibranium engineering specifically Mm -hmm. or sonics even because she has the two panther gauntlets that shoot sound it's spider-man could be pretty chemical based yeah he's, uh, he's with relatively a, with, chemistry based yeah uh, i mean he is also engineers with building the web shooters but like you don't it, you could know multiple things there are and there is overlap being, yeah yeah without being still a super specialize. genius in everything right uh i don't know yeah I think if were i to to overhaul which look i think we've mentioned uh the rpg we play um well yeah in the marvel version of a marvel universe where i I run that game and i have done a lot of these things just to make Mm -hmm. it make more sense to me because i'm a nerd who needs things to make sense to me i can't be like stan lee and just be like he's made of rock well you'd probably feel a bit differently when in the 60s when like science wasn't so easily googled (laughs) where it's like you had to be one of these smart guys to like know all the nitty gritty gritty of everything and whatnot uh but um i guess there was books <laughs> yeah but uh but uh yeah no um i i do enjoy that in comics and whatnot when uh especially when it is take one of those scenes that maybe doesn't make sense when you look at it and like yeah but what if we found a way to yeah i i quite appreciate when writers put in the work to make something make sense like that, mm-hmm. it can really like make or break a comic for me. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, what was I? I was gonna bring up something. Um, I forgot. 
uh, was it the two incredible, fantastic four films? Oh, uh, no, it wasn't. But those films do fucking rule. Those films are those, great. Those films, are they... I don't know. I flip-flop between... So we talk about... We've talked about the pre-MCU. Yeah, the very last before. episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the last episode. Uh, and we're a sucker for those things. And um, I flip-flop between which ones I enjoy the most. Spider-Man is always at the top. Yeah. Spider-Man... One of those movies are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but always near the bottom, I swap between like the Listen X-Men. Listen to our commentary tracks on them. Oh, yeah. And who knows? Maybe those will finish up the trilogy soon. Mm, months later. Maybe. Probably not. Well, no <laughs> promises, but maybe. That, that should be uh, a, a like a catch. Like we say that heaps. No promises. <laughs> and then we will wait months before doing it. Yeah. And then maybe not fully follow through on the thing whatever um yeah but it, it those um uh, it, uh i always flip between like which ones i like more between like those and x-men and um, blade and uh, blade's probably Rider. not one of the ones i swap between it's probably mostly just between those and x-men now hmm. that i think about it no i do like ang lee's hulk. oh i love <laughs> ang lee's hulk it's pretty fucking good. Um, we reference, I, we reference, we reference Ang Lee's Hulk more than we'll, people, yeah. anybody who anytime any yeah Hulk. anytime we offer someone or each other something, we'll be like, here, take it, and then one of us is about to go take, take it all, it. take it all. Which um, probably many of you don't even know what we're referencing right then. <laughs> it's Ang Lee's Hulk. Watch it. It's maybe it's the best Hulk film. <laughs> Look, probably not, but it's pretty good. I like yeah. it. Very Look, experimental. It, it, it's one of the few comic book movies that feels like they were like, hey, what if we tried our very best to make a comic book movie? Well, I don't know about very best. Like, what if we gave it a red hot go to make this movie feel like a comic book? I feel like it could have tried harder at that other than just shifting panels around and shit but look look they they did give it a go um but yeah that movie's great but yeah i love these fantastic four films i i will say in this probably about better than any of the other movies although other than his size uh hugh jackman wolverine is pretty spot on uh, but these ones specifically are probably like the best casted for yeah, each character. I was just thinking that the casting is impeccable for you. Yeah, no. Like we like, talked last week about how um, 2003's Daredevil has pretty good casting for the most part, but Ben Affleck is is not a great Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yeah, we, th- in that we talked about more the adaptation of the characters right uh but yeah this that's a lot of that adaptation on this movie man it's weird i when we pitched this i remember how much we talked about these movies in the last one but but uh yeah uh, a lot of that added like stellar adaptation of uh, these characters uh, in this movie comes from the cast. Yeah, and the cast is so fucking. They're, good. they're great. Um, let's uh, let's talk about them because I, personally... I I think I think I feel like we did at the last we did. episode. We talked about um, Michael Chiklis. Yeah, Michael Chiklis as uh, the Thane and how he's 
so great. He takes in, he he takes one of my favorite uh, in on page Marvel characters and makes it one of my favorite on screen Marvel characters. Like I don't even mind that he's not all that large. Like he's still a regular sized man. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. And if I think we said this specific thing in the last episode. I got a weird sense of deja vu. If they were bringing anybody back, oh from yeah, bring movie, Michael Chiklis back. Bring him back. Or uh, oh my god, uh, we I know for a fact I couldn't remember this guy's name in the last episode, but uh, I remember afterwards either looking it up or just like eventually finding it. Um, and then it's uh, Ion Ion. He's Welsh. Uh, he's got a weird name. His name's like Ion Grufford. Reed Richards. Yeah, I don't know. That name doesn't ring a bell. I, yeah, I know the guy, though. He was in the Doctor Show. Um, I thought he was in Stuart Little until I realized that was the guy from House. Yeah, that's the guy from House. Um, Chris Evans does a pretty good job as Johnny Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that uh, you could see the difference between comic book character roles he could do between yeah, yeah. Johnny Storm and Captain America. It doesn't America. get much more different between Yeah, and Johnny he does Storm. a great job. He does all in right both. In both. I think he does better as Cap. I understand why they that's what they went with. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I, I, I don't know. He, he Look, does a pretty uh, good job of getting the Johnny Storm. I want to punch you in yeah. the teeth attitude of Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm is much more in line with his character um, that the characters he was playing in other movies at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, Captain America was very much a whoa, that's out of this guy's. Yeah, house. because he, Johnny Storm is basically the same guy he is in losers yeah like they're they're very he was also one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you and like a rom-com where he plays kind of a douchey charismatic guy mm-hmm. that's the one where he it was also in with cream or whatever oh no that's not a well i guess it's kind of a rom-com it's a parody movie uh not another teen yeah. movie which will get an episode on this mm. podcast well i've never seen it so <laughs> that's we'll watch that <laughs> we'll add it to the list we'll do a commentary we gotta we, but that's not happening before mean girls mean girls I've will get an episode that is a fucking travesty every, we're watching every mean time girls. somebody references mean girls and I, I have to say i've never seen mean girls mean girls fucking and then they're like you need to watch mean girls Mean Girls rule. Mean Girls feels like one of those movies I should be embarrassed that I enjoy so much, but it's definitely not. It's oh, great. It's, it's a it's a legally blonde scenario. But those movies I, rule, and oh, because they're supposed yeah. to be quite girly, I, I suppose I should be embarrassed. But I love those movies. Yeah, I barely watch them. All right. Now we maybe both we'll have, have two. Yeah. yeah double maybe feature. we'll have a legally blonde uh, mean, mean girls, girls double feature. Um, oh, oh slam uh, your microphone. Uh, Fantastic Four, though. Um, uh, the second one's quite good. Um, the second, the first one, I will is say, better. is much better. But the second Whoa. one is. I like Silver Surfer a lot more than I like Doctor Doom. That's fair. The second one does have a better antagonist. For the it's not really all that much of a villain. It's better until Galactus is the one who becomes yeah. the main, and then Galactus and Doctor Doom does show back up. Yeah, uh, as a tertiary antagonist. Yeah, but when Silver Surfer is the antagonist, it's great. He's, he, he, the Silver yeah, Surfer scene where him and Johnny are like chasing oh, each I other. I love it's that. So shit. good. Yeah, like no, even, I like the mostly the effects hold up too. I really like. There's something about the Johnny Storm flight scenes in these yeah, movies. Yeah, they're cool. They are really enjoyable as flight scenes that I haven't seen very much in other things. Like the first one has a one where uh, Doctor Doom shoots the heat seeking yes. missile at him, and that's chasing him, and he's like going around and like it's on his ass and he's like stressed out and something about the flying like you could feel the momentum in it yeah it's so good well because like he and, gets small sonic booms as he flies yeah how fast he's going like it's there's a lot of attention to the detail mm-hmm. there and um, then this one has him chasing silver, the silver surfer. surfer right 
and that one's so good especially the effect is very wobbly but it's a cool moment when uh he's on the other side of the building the silver surfer flies through the building yeah i i thought that was a really cool way of doing showing cosmic powers which aren't sparkly beams yeah without just kirby dots and yeah what they can do when it's still if silver surfer look if silver surfer does show back up doing like live action Kirby dots as part of his power. Yeah. Like they did that sort of thing for cosmic power in what if. Right. If, if that was the effect of his power, I would be real into that. That would be very cool. Yeah. Uh, I do hope because presumably he but I hope it yeah, I hope up. it's not just that. Um I'm very interested and maybe a bit worried in how because it's a thing that comes up in all the time in the comics. How do you differentiate cosmic abilities like that like the power cosmic from say the infinity stones because they kind of do the same thing yeah no that's that's a big problem in marvel comic uh comics where they got like shit like the cosmic cube what's the difference between making a wish with the cosmic cube and like using the infinity stones or there's the Um, rod from the negative zone that annihilus has yeah basically do the same thing um i know that they might be uh like a bit overused uh, by this point but if you do maybe sort of cosmic like power tapping into the infinity stone power i wouldn't be against that maybe like like the reality stone or something i do Um, remember i forget where i read it it wasn't something official but it was the idea that because Galactus is the last survivor from an older universe, uh, and that energy is what makes him the giant Galactus who eats planets, mm-hmm. he has what was that universe's equivalent to the Infinity Stones as the power cosmic. Like that yeah, condensed okay. down. Uh, yeah, instead of that's... being separated, it was the power cosmic. But because yeah. they don't, they're not supposed to work in the mainline universe. That's why he eats planets to power it. Uh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool if they do some sort of take, like they did with the Tesseract, where right. they like it, they're like changed it so it's like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, involved with that same right. power and changed around. I know the Tesseract is very different. It's very it's just, different. Than it's the just a teleporter, cube. and uh, not even that. It's just like it, it's not just a teleporter. It's weird on what it, it does. It's nebulous about what yeah. it does. Sometimes it turns you into Captain Marvel and gives mm-hmm. you powerful beams. Which, for the most part, for the most part, I could uh, I understand where I'm like, okay, that was before they started. They decided what is an Infinity Stone and what isn't, and everything. But Captain Marvel came out long after Far that. They could have, yeah. they could have made it the Power Stone. That would make sense for her power set. Yeah, and then you could have made Nova the Space, the space stone. stone. He's got blue lasers and flies across the universe real yeah, quick. Flies across all space. of them shoot lasers. That's fine. You could keep lasers. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited to see silver surfer show up if he does in the new fantastic four i am very worried with it being sort of the same thing of what because uh a lot of times silver surfer is showed as like 
cold and emotionless and a lot literal at times and whatnot. I could see a very similar thing to what happens to Drax, where for oh, the sake God, of jokes, I really hope not. They make him dumb. Um, oh, but... that might be. Now I know we have uh, who is colloquially referred to as Forehead Kid, as uh, Adam Warlock. I forget the actor's name. Um, yeah, no, he's in Where the Millers and Maze Runner. Yeah, he's we call the guy, him Forehead. We kid, call him forehead which kid. I'm allowed to say being a forehead. Kid. Yeah, Andrew, you might not know, dear listener, only because you only know us by our dulcet tones. Um, Andrew has quite a large forehead. <laughs> you don't don't have to fucking. I think they understood that when I said <laughs> I'm also a forehead kid. I think they could have used context. Clues. Well, let's be clear. It's why you're allowed to call him forehead kid. Well, then you should stop calling him forehead. I got a kid. forehead. Uh, oh, everybody's got a forehead. Mine's not small. <laughs> Whatever. Say what you were saying. Anyway, I could easily see because now that they can. Uh, they have Adam Warlock, and Adam Warlock is quite a similar character to Silver mm-hmm. Surfer. Having, I could easily see Silver Surfer appearing first in a Guardians-connected thing before a Fantastic Four thing because they have yeah, that ability. Yeah, I could see that. Um, it'd be weird. I think it'd be weird to chuck him into Guardians 3. Oh, with no, I don't think that'll Adam Warlock, yeah. Uh, I'm but just I, saying that there's, because they're think, similar guys. I, I, I do think fantastic four is supposed to come out before Gar- a guardians four is right so um if they unless they save him with us for a sequel or something which is totally possible um because i would like to see a dr doom done justice in uh yeah uh, a a cool doctor doom would be movie. nice i fucking love dr doom in the comics he's one he's, of my favorite villains he's pretty it's, it's sometimes it is hard to tell what he can yes do he also has he's, quite nebulous abilities yeah that he does science and, and magic, magic and um, they're already so nebulous um and marvel one of the few times where you do get a good look at what he can do at least a little bit that's i quite like is in the run um infamous iron man where Mm -hmm. dr doom becomes iron man for a little while you get a good look at some of the hybrid technological but magical uh, offenses he has that i think is really yeah and but a lot of that does try to seem like it's putting in the iron man seasoning into yes. it too but uh yeah that is uh, i wish we got more of that for base dr doom right uh but yeah i'm, I'm excited for dr doom to be able to just be a a you like a universe-wide villain and i don't mean like mm-hmm. he might show up in space i mean like anybody in the marvel mcu new york could fight dr doom yeah no exactly because in the comics he he starts as a uh fantastic four villain but now Mm -hmm. he's because and i think this has come up on this show before marvel has a problem with cool villains they have a lot of cool villains but they don't have a lot of cool villains so they tend to share them uh yeah which i'm not against i i kind of like the idea i'm not and it does it, but it does differentiate it from DC, where right. everybody's got their own specific villains. Um, I kind of like because the, the, there's not too much of a reason for like when a villain's doing something for a specific hero to go up against that villain, unless something about like when Doctor Doom 
is going after just like New York or the world or whatever. Whatever heroes around is going to step up for it. It'd be weird if it was like, no, only the Fantastic Four sure. show I, up to it. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just, I do think it limits them quite a bit. You know, it's yeah. hard to do a solo, say, um, Nova comic or show and give him villains that are cool. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't, you don't have a lot of things to draw from. That, yeah, that's fair. I do like the, I do like the more options for shared villains in Marvel. But yeah, because of that, there's less like unique villains, or it's like only Spider-Man's got that sort yeah. of thing, really. Uh, like there's a bit with Iron Man and yeah, Cap each one of them like has like a couple of them, but they don't have nearly as many as say Batman, Superman, yeah, even Wonder Woman, who has maybe the weakest in DC universe mm-hmm. villain roster. She still has one that are specific to her. Um, and I just think like specifically say Doctor Doom, he's supposed to be this powerful, really cool guy, but like if if you know that most of the heroes in new york have gone against him in one yeah in, no in that's right when yeah when it's when it's he shows up for like a single issue of spider-man where he's a bit of a hassle and spider-man kicks his ass it does it does weaken his menace right but um yeah but uh, the, with it being just movies because that is one of the strong points of the mcu is that you're not seeing every day of a hero's right. life. So like uh, comics, you might not, yeah. not necessarily. You're seeing extent, the majority of a hero's yeah. life. In an arc books. can span uh, an entire month or year. And you'll see quite a bit of that month or year within the mm-hmm. arc because they have the time. To because yeah, it's the, they're week to week and you tell episodic stories in those week to weeks. Uh, but with the MCU thing, uh the one of the strengths of the mcu which i i quite like is that things feel like much more of a danger to the heroes when like those single villains show up because right. like for with like spider-man you don't he's not fighting uh electro or sandman every day so when mysterio shows up that's like a bigger deal for him right or even vulture mm-hmm. um yeah, I don't know. I like Doctor Doom, and I hope he's cool in the MCU. That's yeah, that's no. the biggest thing. I, I got I'm today. I'm he's even if he has MCU isms, it would be hard to not be the best representation of Doctor Doom we've gotten. Yeah, although it, I do like the one from the first two films. Uh, there's stuff about him. I like. Um, he's fine for a villain. I don't like him as Dr. Doom. Well, I think a big part of that is that none of them want to go the full way. None yeah. of them want to really make him Dr. Doom. He's kind of just Lex Luthor. Yeah. A new coat of paint. But, but for, well, I guess it's weird doing the reverse of that now because we, I think we've talked about it before. Black Panther is kind of, when he showed up, it was like, he what was if we made designed, Dr. Doom yeah. but good? When so, he was uh, written to be a good counterpart. Yeah, to so Doom. in the MCU now, they can do go the full way because they have like they the have big Wakanda. universe of like Black Panther you and everything. You can set Latveria as a counter to that. Yeah, and you could do what if he had Black Panther but a bad guy. Right. 
and uh, I'd, I'd be pretty interested in seeing that. I think that would I'm, be cool. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to at least see how it come this new Fantastic Four movie comes out. I, I one thing, um, and I'm a bit sad about this is, um, very rarely have we had lately, um like the marvel universe together and things like as a whole yeah. like the, the best representation i could think of of that um off the top of my head is the first lego marvel video game oh wow yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah where you can have a room with um the fantastic four and the x-men and the avengers and spider-man all together and i'm i'm excited that the mcu is getting these characters like yeah, uh, look, fantastic I, four and X-Men. i am tempered by the monopoly that is disney but yeah no that's fair that's gonna uh, happen whether i like it or not yeah so but um it, it it saddens me to see right when they're able to do this they've kind of wiped the slate with their avengers heroes yeah so you're not you're gonna not... get reed richards and tony stark on the illuminati yeah which illuminati i don't know of mcu but because of this it does seem like more stuff is coming out where they're like everything's connected again they're all back together and I'm excited to see that if anything good comes from them coming to the MCU, it's that. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I'm excited because like there's that new Marvel Knights video game or whatever. Yeah, I heard that. Um, yeah, uh, the gameplay or whatever uh, doesn't look that uh, like it my cup look of tea. Right. <laughs> but I, I, it's cool, it's to, cool see to see Wolverine yeah. and Ghost Rider and Doctor Strange and everybody oh. hanging out. I wonder when they're going to bring Ghost Rider back to the MCU because they have yeah. that ability. They've yeah, had no. that for a little while now. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'd like to see that happen. I've seen uh, Keanu Reeves fan casted as it. He does like I think, I think he would have a fun time with it. He's like, I fucking love motorcycles, dude. Uh, I do know prior to Black Widow, I always thought Keanu Reeves would make a good Taskmaster that would have been pretty good too um well but that being off the table now um, i think ghost rider would be a good i think i think ghost rider would be a good fit and um i think keanu reeves is one of the actors where you could bring them in and not make them too mcue like they have yeah, enough for their he seems, own yeah he presence seems- he seems like he is resistant in some way to becoming an MCU character, which is funny. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, piece. and if and like I don't need MCU Ghost Rider to inertia. be. Yeah. yeah, I don't need M- I don't need Ghost Rider to be MCU. Like I could, I could give uh, Human Torch a pass on being MCU. that's sort was. of in line, yeah, with his character. Uh, but like a character like Ghost Rider, uh, he should not be. be. Yeah. Uh, now um, here we are uh, running a bit out of time, but um, while we're on Ghost Rider, I have a feeling when they do bring Ghost Rider in, it'll be Robbie Reyes. Which I'm not I'd against. Be, I'm not against, but I would like to see. Like I've heard a lot of people talk about like Miles Morales showing up into the MCU, and if he does. I'm glad to see legacy characters start to become right. a thing in MCU. And I would like to see Johnny Blaze first before I see Robbie yeah, Reyes. I could see because, that. Um, 
with well, I really like, like because they have the opportunity since these characters actually age. It's not like in a comic book where you can just draw them the same age for mm-hmm. decades. Uh, you know, Tom Holland will eventually stop looking like he's 12 years old. Yeah, and um, I think he's recently said a thing where he's like, once I'm 30, I would uh, I, I would stop liking to be Spider-Man. That's really shitty. It's, if I'm yeah. still playing Spider-Man in my 30s, something's gone wrong or something to that effect. When presumably he's co-starring with spider-man in their 40s in the movie yeah yeah no i don't think it meant to be that sort of thing i think it was more um if this is all i'm doing if it's uh, this and cherry and devil all the time or whatever then uh, i'm not living up to my what i would like to be doing with my acting career but yeah the it does sound like the phrase oh, old spider-man be eat my ass. <laughs> um, um but yeah i think it, it would be cool if eventually when he does look like he's in his 30s or at least 20s uh then you bring in miles who's young yeah. and a kid and you can have miles get old which um, we've never really seen and i've heard a lot of uh quotes uh and whatnot and uh, this could all be rumors and everything that um there's they're supposed to be doing another tom trilogy of spider-man movies mm-hmm. but those they are going for a very different tone uh with a much darker feel and I that's like that. and that's supposed to be starting with like this uh, this uh f- uh no way home isn't the full 180 on that it's sort of the, the bridge progression the into it yeah um which if they do that and they do it well capping off that series with a death the spider-man movie would be really cool look it could be it like well death of spider-man be. is like one of my favorite comics period um like i'm not crazy about mo- like a maybe i even say a majority of ultimate spider-man i like a good chunk of the early ultimate spider-man yeah but something about death of spider-man just i fucking gush over it It, really it's a good color yeah especially the moments he has with like captain america Mm -hmm. and everything Look, sometimes brian michael bendis is a good comic book author yeah he's got the capability so it's sad to see when he's not yeah um but that's true but, for everybody yeah uh, Jonathan hickman who i think everything he's done has been good hmm. <laughs> um but fantastic four let's wrap up our let's wrap up uh, fantastic four read jonathan um, hickman's fantastic four it's genuinely really really good yeah look there's some really good fantastic four runs out there i wish there was more fantastic four content out there other than uh in comic books that were really good uh yeah other than those two movies um uh there is that fantastic four cartoon uh yes the french cartoon i quite like that cartoon it was french it was made by a french animation studio Mm -hmm. um i quite like that show it was on in the early 2000s and it's got a a lot of cool stuff i've I've seen bits and pieces of it i don't like that uh the thing spray paints a big four on his chest and that's his costume um i feel like that's an unnecessary thing you do in ben um Uh, but that one exists in a mostly connected marvel universe the whole she hulk shows up hulk fights thing quite oh yeah yeah i've seen a good couple of episodes um 
And uh, I think some of the characterization of Reed and Johnny specifically, I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. Uh, but yeah, the animation in that show is pretty sweet. I do like that you get to see their neighbors in the Baxter yeah. building be like, fuck these guys. <laughs> these guys, <laughs> I hate living here because of these guys. But, uh, but I uh, haven't watched that show in a very long time, but I, I do believe it is on Disney Plus. I, I think it is on Disney Plus. Uh, Maybe Fantastic I'll watch Four it. Greatest Heroes. Greatest, World's, World's Greatest, Greatest Heroes, Heroes I yeah. think. It, it's a good show, uh, from what I remember. It's probably still good. Um, with, I feel like I remember something else I really like of Cartoon Fanta. Oh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which is another one of those things where you get to see the MC, like not MC, the Marvel Universe all connected. Like it's, the they're Marvel all together. Universe. Yeah, MCU. well, yeah, oh, MCDU. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you they pop up in those every time. And for one, that's just a great show all around. But uh, when they- all of it. it i saw the first episode it's, it's it's really good man it's like a really good piece of marvel media that you're just missing out on yeah my biggest gripe with the show so far is that drake bell Aww. is now it was the voice for spider-man and that's turned out the way it has look we're not lawyers and, and i've i've asked <laughs> one thing i've asked for was for Josh Keaton to dub over all of his lines and I think he's in like two or three episodes so it wouldn't be that much um, and I found out that there is a Josh Keaton version of at least the first episode he was in Along Came the Spider and Disney please find that and release that and oh, then that that's so even good. less <laughs> and I want to see more Josh Keaton Spider-Man. I, I know love Josh Keaton about, Spider-Man. Uh, he's in uh, Young Justice Yeah, in the right new season now, of Young Justice he is reprising his role as Black Spider from the and, last season. Yeah, and I seeing that, I'm like, fuck, I wish a good Spider-Man like cartoon would come out. There's that Spider-Man freshman a Marvel year show in the same style and like um usage of the universe as Young Justice would be amazing. Oh, that would be pretty sweet. Um, something about Marvel feels like you know what it is is um avengers assemble was a pretty similar thing yeah but they young justice has so much heart put into it and like it care just such a, it's that, a better written show. show yeah yeah but i mean like visually visually uh it, that uh that show just doesn't have like that show definitely was like let's stay on budget and make sure we're trying to do everything as cheap as possible and all of it's bland and boring if they put as much effort into it as uh young justice that would fucking rule. I think it would rule. Having like yeah. a Young Avengers show, but in the style of Young Justice would be fucking great. Yeah. But um, anyways, I was saying they the, the Fantastic Four show up in that and it's a good show already. Every time they show up is just a treat. One of my favorite things is uh, whenever the Hulk and the thing just spot they each fight. other, they'll instantly just tackle into each other. Like they, they're both into like they both know like they're not hurting anybody. No, they're they're not going too hard at it. But like fuck. I do this believe guy. that is one of the episodes of the the other show, the world's greatest heroes or whatever. 
um, mm-hmm. where the thing and uh, and Hulk fight just all the time, and they are wrecking property, and oh, it's like a problem. Yeah, no, look, I, I love a good uh, I love a good Hulk and thing. Uh, the, in the Immortal Hulk comic books, the oh, they have a pretty up. good it's fight. Really in cool. That. I love I love in that you get to see what's under yeah. the thing skin because Hulk is hitting him so hard that it's cracking it off. Read Immortal Hulk if you haven't. That's great. Yeah. Um. I think it might be still going or it just ended. I do believe it just I, ended. I can't speak for maybe the last three quarters because I was uh, like flabbergasted that it was still going. The beginning of it is really good. The beginning of it's really good. I think I got about, I think I have like a. I got to where so. Hulk went into hell, and I think oh, a bit okay. after that, where um oh what's his name the original Hulk the right, guy yeah um he's got a weird like X ass name, uh but yeah he showed up and he like mind controlled the world um that's the last thing I really remember and by then I was like oh this is getting and not bad but uh, a bit eh. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Later on, they do go back to more of a grounded story with uh, Roxxon and oh, the that's Minotaur right. who controls it. Uh, and Hulk <laughs> more becomes... grounded story with that Minotaur. Who... Oh, <laughs> yeah, I understand. It's more. Of a... Well, it yeah, is I, more grounded. I, I get what you say. I get what you say. The one below all in hell, and but uh, yeah, that one has Hulk eventually becomes something of a um, like a symbol amongst protesters where they wear Hulk masks and oh, like, destroy already. property, and it rules. Um, there's a really good uh, YouTube video essay by, I do believe it's Curio Vids, or I think now they go by Sophie from Mars, uh, about um, superheroes and the idea of the monster, mm-hmm. uh, that if you know you like Immortal Hulk, they talk about that, and they talk about the themes in it. It's really good. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, but... Uh- Thing shows up in that. Um, they have a pretty good fight in that. Um, I think that might. Yeah, that'll just do about it. do us for today. Um, look, Fantastic Four. They're, they're great. Fantastic. Specifically, Say that again. Huh? We didn't talk about Fan Four Stick at all. Yeah, Fan Four Stick was boring and lame. And I, if there's maybe the worst scene to point at in that, it's when Reed Richards is driving the car and mushes his face. To oh, that's look a bad slightly scene. But, uh, uh, the scene I just referenced, where the very last scene, where the thing is there's like, this is all oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Say that, that again? again. Fucking lame. Uh, it was lame that you did that to yourself yeah. because I said great and you said say that again. I'm like, what well, right? did you want me to say fantastic? Um, but yeah, uh, I love those characters, love Ben Grimm specifically. Um, I, I would love some more Fantastic Four content to come down the pipeline. Um, a new animated series would, would, would be, be really sick, I, I'd be into that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Fantastic do Four us for the Fantastic Four. Uh, if you have any opinions on the Fantastic Four, or anything we said during this or any other episode, get at us, you coward! If you ha- also, if you have ideas for episodes, yeah, yeah, we we, we saw them. we saw today how much that would be useful. If you like like anything and um, you just shoot it at us. If it's like something uh to uh watch or whatnot it might take more time 
to watch that sort of thing or maybe we'll just do an episode without watching. we'll just go in blind yeah, yeah. We'll just be like hey let's talk about like that's how we did gundams and only, only the guests <laughs> knew gundams yeah maybe we'll find a guest who knows about that specific thing you asked for but look hey ask for stuff um uh and you could do that at our email at the atomic email at gmail.com or one of our social medias uh like our twitter at atomic androids or instagram uh atomic android 2020 right uh, yeah that's us and hey uh last week uh we asked you guys to tell your friends and whatnot and i it seems like maybe a couple of you did it, it seems like that did actually help a good bit so um Look, if you guys could do that sort of thing more, we'd really appreciate hey, look, it. it. It really would help us out. Um, um, we also uh, have a YouTube if you're interested in that. We have yeah, we have like up. one Let's Play and like a couple of the early episodes up. Um, look, if there's anything you would like to see us do on YouTube, Game give to us play, that idea. To do, I don't know. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening uh, this week and the weeks you have, if you have, I guess. Um, uh, we appreciate it is Thanksgiving. You. Let's let's give. Oh yeah, it's to Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm thankful for my friend, you, and doing this show to entertain dozen of people. Yeah, I'm thankful for the tens of people who listen to this show <laughs> around the world. <laughs> Bye. I, no, you know what? I'm gonna be optimistic about this. I'm thankful for the millions of people that are going to listen to this specific episode. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys around. Like 800 downloads, though. That's not bad. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. We're fucking cool. Uh, Bye. Bye. I'm Adam. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.